How can freelancing help you not only survive, but thrive during the coming recession? We're not officially in a recession yet, but it's only a matter of time. Inflation is out of control. Bad government policy has led to the prices of everything going up to the point where your normal average working class citizen cannot afford anything. Housing has obviously exploded 20 to 30 percent and gas is out of control now and everything else has been going up in price for over a year and a half now. I already made a video about how freelancing can help you beat inflation so be sure to check that out but just to sum it up as everything rises in price most employee wages cannot keep up with how expensive everything is getting. As a freelancer, you can raise your income much easier than you can as an employee, so you're able to beat inflation and beyond compensate for it when you're freelancing much easier. So we won't repeat what I talk about in that video regarding inflation. Today we're going to dive into more so the recession side of things and how freelancing can help you during a recession and how to navigate your freelance business during a recession and why it's the way to go and why you ought to prepare now so when it does hit you're already freelancing and you'll be able to continue to take care of your family welcome to the podcast freelancing dads where we discuss how to help dad transition from his employee job to a freelance career at home so he can increase his income and spend more time with his family and if you're already a freelancing parent we'll help you grow your business to the next level for any society to thrive, a strong family unit must be at the core of its structure. And dad being at home, earning more, and working less is what makes this a reality. Join us to learn how to build your business and family when they're under the same roof. Yeah, and if you're curious as to why things are costing so much and why inflation is out of control, it has nothing to do with a virus. It has to do with bad government policy. The government has printed 80% of the current supply of dollars was printed in the last two years, 80%. The supply was around $4 trillion. It's now at $20 trillion, okay? That is why everything is costing so much. The government has printed so much money, flooded it into the economy. Everyone's all excited thinking, oh, yay, thank you for all the money you're giving us. Well, you're paying for it now, <laughs> and you're going to pay for it when a recession hits and everything pops, um, and we realize that when the government gets so beyond involved in our economy, it really screws things up, and if you want to protect yourself and be able to continue to provide for your family, even with during inflation and even when a recession comes, that will come, freelancing is the way to go. Yeah, and if you're not and if you're not sure how the economics of it works, it comes down to, it comes down to supply and demand. When you have all this new money chasing the same amount of goods, the prices of everything will go up. So when the government printed, you know, $16 trillion in the last two years, all of that has been pumped into the economy, which initially makes it feel like it's a good thing, but then we realize it's a very bad thing and everything snaps back and now everything costs a ton. Um, and actually, it's even worse because of supply chain issues also being affected by bad government policy you end up having all this extra money and less goods than before. So, And that is why the cost of everything in every store 
has been going up a lot in the last year and a half. And yes, the government says that inflation is only 7.9%. It was 7.5 last month, 7 before that. It keeps going up, but it's actually closer to 20 to 30%. They exclude energy and food. One of the main things that we purchase to survive is energy and food. And they exclude that from the list, that, from the number that they publish regarding what our inflation actually is. So as an employee, if you're earning an extra 3% per year, that's not nearly enough to, to catch up with even the 7.9%, let alone 20 to 30%. So during a recession, you have a record number of people losing jobs. And there was a mini recession back at the beginning of 2020 that only lasted a couple months. Um, and then it rebounded pretty quickly. But a real recession is coming soon. And it's where basically less and less people are buying things. Businesses start to lose money. And so a lot of businesses have to cut costs. And one of the most expensive costs for a business are their employees. Obviously, they can't just fire everyone because then they go out of business. They have nobody to run anything. But there tends to be record numbers of people being laid off during recessions. So why does freelancing matter during a time like that? The biggest reason being a freelancer helps you during a recession is because you won't be laid off because you're working for yourself. Now, you might lose some clients from the initial shock, but you will gain more than you will lose pretty quickly. And let me explain why. When businesses try to navigate surviving a recession, they look at where they can cut costs while still uh, maintaining operations and still hopefully growing and getting sales. So they're going to turn to their employees, they're going to start laying off what they think is redundant, and they're going to start consolidating a lot of the tasks they need done into fewer employees, or they're going to start hiring more freelancers, and or. Um, they almost always will hire more freelancers. Why? Because freelancers cost less. That's really what it comes down to. Employees, on average, cost two to three times their salary. With all the benefits and everything else involved with providing a working environment for an employee, they cost about two to three times their salary. A freelancer covers all of their own expenses. They uh, provide themselves an office space, which is usually at home, and they pay for their own benefits. And they put in a lot less time per client. Even though their hourly rate might be a lot higher than an employee, they're putting in much less hours and still getting a lot done. Businesses love the on-demand nature of hiring freelancers. They only have to pay the freelancer whenever they have work for them to do. With an employee, they have to keep paying that person the exact same amount regardless of how much work they have for them. So if a business is losing sales and losing customers, they're going to have less work for their employees. So it doesn't make sense to keep paying a bunch of employees. But with freelancers, they can keep sending work their way as they have it. And as things fluctuate and are a little more unstable during a recession, businesses love the flexibility that comes with working with freelancers. They can expand, shrink the contract, pause it entirely for a few weeks, get back into it. It's very attractive for businesses to be able to work with freelancers during recessions. So I encourage you to go after freelancing now and get yourself ready for that. So before everyone starts losing their jobs and some flock to freelancing, you ought to turn to freelancing now and get yourself prepared. So again, when a recession occurs and when it's officially declared, there will be an initial shock 
where even as a freelancer, the clients that you do have may pause your contracts. They may be like, hey, I just need to pause real quick. I, I got to figure some things out. But they will, they will soon come back to you, uh, sometimes only within a couple of weeks, because they'll realize, okay, now that I've uh, fired some employees, I have this and this and this that needs to get done. I need freelancers to help me with this. And they will almost always come back. And again, the biggest reason being that you are cheaper and you can still help their business to grow. So looking at some numbers, on average, my highest paying clients are still only paying me around 3000 per month to handle all of their video marketing needs. Um, so they can hire an employee to do that. But in that case, they would likely have to hire three different employees because I, I function as an agency. So I have a small team that works with me. So they would have to hire a video strategist like me, a video editor, a graphic designer, all of them in order to get done what me and my small team gets done for them for 3000 a month. And they would end up paying seven or 8000 a month to hire all three of those people as part-time employees. Um, and on top of that, you have all the benefits and everything else that they're also paying for in order to have that employee. They have to cover half of their taxes and social security. They have to... Uh, pay for whatever retirement accounts they have, healthcare, everything else. So that's one thing as a freelancer that you can use those numbers in your sales calls to help convince a client to hire you who maybe maybe they're not used to working with freelancers as often, but now they're considering it. You can help run some numbers for them to help them realize how much money they're going to save by working with you. So it's a huge win-win situation because they save money as a business but you earn more money as a freelancer because they're not your only client, right? You have multiple clients all paying you a lower amount and then it adds up to much higher income than you would be earning as an employee. Also, businesses know that they usually will get higher quality expert work when they hire a freelancer. Freelancers tend to be specialists. There's a reason why they're freelancing and not looking for employee jobs. Employees tend to be more of jack of all trades type of skill set. Um, yes, they have a focus and yes, they tend to go after certain jobs. But a lot of times businesses tend to throw extra tasks onto employees because they're trying to max out their hours. They don't want to hire somebody for 40 hours and not give them 40 hours worth of work. So they almost always end up getting a more diluted skill set. That doesn't mean that they don't have skills that can easily flourish if they're freelancing. It's just they're not being allowed the opportunity in an employee job. So that's another selling point for you. Businesses need specialists that can come in, get things done quickly at a lower cost, and help their business to grow. They're not going to get that with an employee. So you become very attractive to them during recessions. As freelancers, we often do things without all the fluff. On average, I'm putting in two to three hours per client per week, me personally, and you can't hire an employee for only three hours of work a week. So instead, again, they fill their job with a bunch of other stuff. Now, another reason why being a freelancer will help you thrive during a recession is because you're able to adapt much easier how you earn money. Once you're in the self-employment world, you start to get into this mindset and skill set of looking for more creative ways to earn income. So I have my main freelance business that I run where most of my income comes from, but I also have different investments in things like cryptocurrency. And I'm always thinking about different ways that I can produce income for my family. You're not really thinking about that as an employee. You're like, okay, I got my paycheck. I just show up to my job. I do my work and I get my paycheck. And you don't really feel the need to try to come up with creative ways to earn money. Whereas being self-employed, you have to come up with different ways of earning money because it's all on you. You don't just show up and get a paycheck. You have to produce the income through as many ways as you can. So during a recession, 
if the type of freelance services that you're providing aren't as relevant or important for a business to focus on, you can always alter what you're doing much easier than you can as an employee. Um, you can't just whitewash your whole employee resume and find a different job in a totally different area. Whereas as a freelancer, you can more easily frame your experience to, to be relevant to whatever direction you want to go in, and it's easier to make those switches. So when recessions do hit as a freelancer, you need to figure out what kind of what type of services or businesses going to prioritize over other types, and let me focus my freelance business on that. Now, the last reason that freelancing is a way to navigate a recession much easier is that you can earn much higher income, which we already kind of mentioned um, which gives you an advantage during a recession because as everyone else is saving their money and not buying anything, you can buy things at a much lower price. Uh, you know, right, right now we're seeing intense inflation, but eventually that will pop. Prices of things will come down as people aren't buying as nearly as many things. Interest rates are going up, so they don't want to uh, take out as many loans. You can buy a house cheaper usually. You can invest your money in places while things are low and then make much better bigger gains later and you can really find that as an opportunity during a recession as a freelancer because you can basically keep earning the same money if not more that you were before so to give you a real world example when the 2020 recession hit and again it only lasted a couple of months and it was really more of an artificial recession my business grew substantially um, at the beginning of that year and then throughout the rest of the year um, during that recessionary period as a bunch of people were losing jobs businesses were turning to me and hiring me to do work that they were previously having employees do. So I have real world proof that that really does happen. The key is to get into the mind of the business owner. What is their number one priority during during any economic situation? It's sales. They need to keep making sales in order to stay in business. So if you can connect the dots for them and how your freelance services can get them more sales, it'll be much easier to find clients during any economic period. If you show up as a freelancer that just tells the client, hey, tell me what you need to get done, I'll create it and I'll get it done for you. You'll struggle more to win clients over. But if you show up saying, hey, I'm a video editor and I can edit videos that will attract more leads to your website and increase your sales. Now they're like, oh, you actually care about increasing my sales. You care about growing my business, not just editing a video for me. I wanna hire you. They see you as somebody who gets business and knows what they really want. And so they're going to have an easier time wanting to work with you. I'm going to end with an example of what I do and how I would navigate a recession with my services. So I sell video marketing services, video editing, video strategy. Um, and so I'm in the content marketing world. Now, content marketing doesn't lead to direct immediate sales. It leads to sales down the road. Um, you, you build up a social media following, you put videos on YouTube, you write a bunch of blog posts, and eventually you get really strong sales as a result of content marketing, but it's not immediate. It takes some time to build up a bunch of content. So it's pretty easy for businesses to see my line of work as a lower priority during a recession, but I'm prepared in how I will respond when that time comes. And this is what the conversation is going to look like. So I'm talking to a potential client and they might say something like, Chad, I see where your services can benefit us in the long run, but creating videos for six to 12 months only to eventually see sales in maybe a year or two is not going to help us right now. We need sales now. We need to keep the business afloat. Um, here's what I will say in response to that. I totally understand where you're coming from. And I know that many business owners right now are thinking the same thing. 
which is why right now is the perfect opportunity for you to create a lot of content, especially video content, in a much lower competition space. As other businesses are dropping out of content marketing because they don't see it as a high priority, they're clearing a lot of space for you to be able to come in and end up on top when this recession is over. So if you don't take advantage of this opportunity, you'll end up chasing everyone else when the recession is over when it comes to content marketing. Now is your opportunity to get into it. And there are a lot of cheap ways to create content efficiently. And there's ways that I can work with you to create kind of a minimal viable uh, type of content that still will get the job done, but isn't super fancy, isn't really that expensive. And it'll help you to build up an audience during this time when other businesses are looking the other way and they will regret it when the recession is over that they did not focus on content marketing during this time so something like that you know uh, essentially and then i'd end with something like are you interested in learning more about what some of those ways could be so i'm i'm telling them that i get their concern i own a business um i i can relate to you there um but here's some reasons why continuing to do content marketing during a recession is extremely important and extremely advantageous that later on it will pay off and that there are cost-effective ways that we can approach it. So hopefully that will help you get prepared for the next recession that is inevitable. It is coming. If you're currently an employee, start preparing now to freelance. If you're currently a freelancer, then really focus on getting your business um, to to the next level and focus on creating a strong client base and focus on making sure that your services are something that businesses are going to want during any economic period and start to make those preparations now to make your business recession proof so that you're ready when more and more businesses are going to flock to freelancers to get the help they need. As a dad, there's nothing that concerns me most and takes up more space in my mind than figuring out how to continue to provide for my family. Our family dynamic is that my wife does not work and she doesn't want to while we have young kids and I'm actually due for our third kid who is our first daughter and literally a couple of weeks so it's we're gearing up for that and uh it's 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 a little scary um but it makes me even think more about the importance of making sure that i can keep providing for my family regardless of the economic situations that we're in that if a recession does come i'm ready and i hope that Everything I shared today will help other dads and other parents who are trying to provide for their kids to recession-proof their income. And the easiest way to do that is through freelancing and starting a business that you can run from home. Oh, and with the gas prices shooting up, that also gives you a reason to start a business you can work at from home because then you're spending a lot less on gas. I only fill up my car every couple of weeks, so it makes it much less of a hit on our expenses when gas prices are exploding. So hopefully that was helpful to you. Be sure to subscribe below. You can also check me out on Rumble. If YouTube ever disappears, all my videos are over there as well. And if you are a dad, go to freelancingdads.com where there's more resources. You can definitely connect with me. And if you have any questions in general about freelancing, be sure to comment below. And if there's a certain topic you want me to do a video on, let me know and I will put it on my list or direct you towards a video that I've done that's already on that topic. With that said, I hope you have a great day. 